if you are relying on your own ability to get stuff done to be the thing that gives you peace in this life, you're going to come up woefully short. You will never get peace if you're trying to find it through just being a productive person. You have to search higher. Welcome to Redeeming Productivity. This is the show that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. And I'm your host, Reagan Rose. In this week's episode, I want to talk about the topic of how peace relates to productivity and how oftentimes we're seeking to be more productive so that we can have more peace. But in a lot of ways, that's sort of a fool's errand. Before we talk about that, I wanted to let you know that if you are interested in the topic of productivity from a biblical worldview and you like this show, you will probably like my weekly newsletter. I send this thing out every Thursday. It's called Reagan's Roundup, and it is a couple of insights on productivity from a biblical perspective, uh, a couple of links from different articles and podcasts I've put out that week, and it also includes a roundup of some of the best of the best links that I have found from around the web that week. I put a ton of effort into every one of these issues because I'm really trying to make it the highest value email you get each week. So if you love productivity and if you're a Christian, you should really check out Reagan. Roundup. You can get that at newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com. There's also going to be a link in the description. I hope to see you over there at Reagan's Roundup. You know, I keep meaning to record a jingle for this. It needs to be like Reagan's Roundup, like from Toy Story 2 or 3, whichever one that is. They have Woody's Roundup. But I also feel like I'll probably get in copyright trouble. So maybe we'll just call it Reagan's Roundup and not sing a jingle and save your, your ears from me singing to you too. (laughs) Okay, anyway, let's get into the topic of today's episode. We're talking about peace and productivity. So this has been on my mind a lot lately for a couple of reasons. First, uh, I had the privilege at my church over the last couple weeks to have taught from the book of 1 Peter. And if you know anything about the book of 1 Peter, it's a book written to believers who are in distress. They're facing the threat of persecution. Peter's writing to them to encourage them, hey, This world's not your home. You're just sojourners here. Here's how you should live in the light of suffering and persecution. Very um, encouraging book. And one of the themes that comes out throughout it is the theme of peace. And in fact, in the last verse of 1 Peter, in chapter 5, verse 14, the Apostle Peter concludes the letter with peace to all of you who are in Christ. And so like his final benediction to them is to bless them with peace to all of you who are in Christ. And peace really is what so many of us need. Even if you're not facing, you know, overt persecution, life is hard. We have many stressors in our lives. We have uh, many things that pull out our attention. And it's a it's a tough life. It is. And to live as a sojourner in this world, to live as a Christian, and to try to manage all the different aspects of modern life, it can be uh, stressful. And so we're all looking for peace. But the the second reason I've been thinking about peace was because of a podcast that a listener to this podcast sent me. Um, and I can't remember the name of it. If I can find it, I will post a link in the show notes. But thank you, Zarel, for sending me that podcast link. But it was somebody who, I think it was like nine years ago, he did a podcast on talking about productivity and peace and how we look for peace in productivity systems. And to be honest with you, I don't think that that had ever really occurred to me before. See, when I think about like reasons for wanting to manage your time better or have a better grip on goals, 
I would say that the primary thing that motivates people is a desire for success. You know, like I want to be able to do more with my life. And I definitely think that's part of it. But what this fellow pointed out was that a lot of people, their initial introduction to productivity is as an exercise in stress management. And this is my own story too. I, I got interested in productivity when I got overwhelmed. And that's, I would bet that if you're interested in productivity, that's probably how you got into it too. You were at a point where you realized that your current way of doing things was not capable of meeting the demands of maybe it was a new job, maybe it was you were in school. Um, for me, I initially got into it when I was in college and was trying to just do a better job. I'd gone to a community college for a couple of years and I didn't really try. I didn't really try in high school either. But then when I got into, I transferred to a different school, I said, you know what, let me, let me test my metal. Let me see if I can do well in school. And so I started to try for the first time to really get good grades and do good. And I realized this is hard. There's a lot of things to manage. You have to say no to things. You have to keep on track with what's coming due. And if you drop the ball, a lot of things can fall apart. It, it's a lot to manage. And so I got into productivity in college, and then I got into it even more when I went to seminary, and the workload was just absolutely absurdly high. And so you basically had to optimize your life if you were possibly going to get everything done and do decently or get anything out of the education. And so ever since then, I've just thought about productivity as part of my life. I want to do more. I want to, as I said last week, I want to bring God more glory with my life. And so I'm interested in productivity. But my introduction to it was via crisis. It was via stress and trying to manage that. And I thought that that was an excellent point that this guy in this other podcast pointed out. We, we want to manage our stress. And so we want to become more productive and that's not a bad thing. I think that's a, a good reason to get into it. And I think that in a lot of ways, productivity, time management, goal setting, all that stuff does help alleviate the chaos of modern life and bring some order to it and allow you to accomplish more. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. But when you think about what stress is, you realize that, hang on, the, the peace that I'm looking for, because listen, stress is a lack of peace. That's how I would define it. You know, to be, to be anxious about something is not to have peace about it. And so if what I'm craving, if what I'm trying to find in being more productive is a way of finding more peace in my life. I think that we're never actually going to find that in, in being more productive. I know that we're not because you cannot find total peace in productivity. And even though I know that, and, I, and I'm betting you know that a lot of times we try to, a lot of times we lean on our systems and on our own capabilities to try to bring order to our lives and have some peace rather than leaning on Christ and on his word. And that's really where I think the problem is. And just to kind of continue using my own self as an example here, maybe some of this resonates with you, but I think that I have often, even in my, we'll call it a quote unquote productivity journey, I've continued to try to find peace in productivity systems. And I mean, after the initial kind of figuring out how to manage my tasks, stumbling across David Allen's book, Getting Things Done, and several other books and, and podcasts and resources that showed me the way 
to having a more organized life. So after I got that initial peace, which it was genuine peace that you get from living a more organized life. I'm not trying to say that you're not going to feel a little bit more peace when you have your life organized and you're not breaking commitments all the time. You are. But what I did, and I bet you you've done this too, is once you get things under control, then you start to develop a little bit of a, a little bit of an attitude, you know? A little bit of a, a little bit of hubris and you think I'm the guy who gets stuff done. So you, oh, you want me to do that too? I'll do that too. Oh, you need some help with that? Don't worry. Mr. Productivity's got it. And so you start over committing. This is my story. I mean, this continues to be, I go through the cycle where I will feel like I've got everything under control. And so to, instead of just being satisfied with that and managing the, the things the Lord's given me, I just try to do more and more and more and more. And you assume, oh, I have, I have unlimited capacity because I'm so productive. And so then you get overcommitted, you lose any sense of peace that being organized gave you, and you start to be super stressed out again. And when that happens, here's where my mind goes. I start thinking, man, if I could just get out of all of this, instead of just wanting to go back to like managing a reasonable amount of tasks and responsibilities, I start envisioning myself living in a cabin in the woods in Alaska. I start thinking, man, if only I had no commitments at all. And I think a lot of people, this is one of the draws of the whole retire early movement. You know, that whole fire thing, uh, financially independent, retire early. I did an episode on this, I think in 2019, but it's this concept that if you build up enough cash reserves, you can retire in your like thirties and never have to work again and just live off of dividends or rental properties, things like that. Passive income, that whole world of things. Um, I think part of the the thing that drives people to even desire that is they get so caught up in the rat race, so overwhelmed with stress that they they think the pendulum swings the other way. And we think maybe if I can get rid of all of it. But I don't think that's right either. And here's the funny thing, like if you're anything like me, if you're like driven at all and you're you're someone who wants to do things with your life, you realize very quickly that not having any sort of mission or objective is no kind of peace at all. Like I even experienced this on, on a Saturday when I have nothing to do or on a vacation that goes too long. It's good to rest. I'm not saying rest isn't good, but after a while, if I don't put myself to some sort of hobby or try to finish a book or do something a little bit productive on those times away, I just start feeling terrible, even like a little bit depressed. Like, well, what am I doing here? And I would imagine that if I got a cabin in Alaska in the woods, that I would probably very quickly become entirely bored by it. And so why am I telling you all this? <laughs> this is the way my mind goes. I, I go around and around this loop where I'll be very short period of time in that sweet spot where I'm actually managing the things in my life and a lot more time either overwhelmed or I've underwhelmed myself. And now I need to like get back to that equilibrium of just doing the responsibilities the Lord's given me, doing them faithfully, being a good steward, being productive in those things, and not thinking too highly of myself or trying to get out of those things. I think what it really boils down to is we ask too much of productivity when we ask it to be the thing that will give us peace. That's really the long and short of it. If you are relying on your own ability to get stuff done to be the thing that gives you peace in this life, you're going to come up woefully short. You're never going to really have peace. You may taste it once in a while with that, you know, like I said, when you're feeling organized, but it will always elude you. 
It will always be this ethereal thing you're trying to grasp for, but you never get it. You will never get peace if you're trying to find it through just being a productive person. You have to search higher than that. You have to search outside of yourself and your ability to cope and manage with things. And really, I mean, where is this going? It's obviously going to, you need to look to Christ. That is where we have to find our peace first. Productivity is important, but if we try to find peace in it apart from Jesus Christ, we're going to be disappointed. You know, even Jesus himself said that the peace that we get from knowing Christ and with walking with him and being filled with his Holy Spirit, it's of an entirely different caliber than the type of peace that you get from a vacation or uh, getting everything on your to-do list done. This is what Jesus said. He said in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give it to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. What Jesus was saying is, I give you a peace that transcends any other type of peace you can get in this world. And what that tells me is a couple of things. One, I, I need to find my peace in Christ, not in some crutch of a special special way of managing my stuff. And if I look to something besides Christ to be my ultimate source of peace, it will never match up. It can't even compete. Jesus' peace is on a whole nother level, my friend. And I guess really what I want to exhort you in, and I need to hear myself so often, is productivity is not going to solve your stress problem if you aren't first looking to Christ. And in fact, in 1 Peter, he mentions in chapter 5, verse 7, he tells us to humble ourselves in verse 6. Verse 7 says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. There is a way to manage stress. There is a way to manage your anxieties. And as a Christian, it comes through knowing the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. First, the peace comes between you and God the Father by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. And where there once was enmity between you and God because of your sin against him, Christ makes peace. And so you have peace there. That's the most important peace you can have. But even in the midst of our struggles in this life and our fears and our worries and our attempts to live the Christian life for the glory of God, it can be stressful. But the way to manage that is by casting your cares upon the Lord who cares for you. One of the most unproductive things you can do is worry. Jesus, again, says in Matthew 6, 27, and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to his lifespan? I love that. A lot of times you feel like by worrying, by stressing, by like turning something over in your mind a bunch of times, you, you feel productive. It's like, it's even a weird form of procrastination, at least for me. But love the way Jesus just like calls it out. He's like, you think you're adding time to your life by worrying? Do you think, you think that's being productive? It's not. It's not being productive to, to worry. And that whole passage in Matthew 6 that I quoted that from is the one where he talks about the fact that don't worry about food. God feeds the ravens. Don't worry about clothes. He feeds or he clothes the, the flowers and the grass. And he loves you more than those things. He's going to clothe you. And he tells us not to worry. And it's not a light sort of 
hey, just don't worry about it, man. It's uh, this is the God of the universe is on your side now, and he has taken care of your biggest problem, which is your enmity towards God. He has a plan for your future. You have been adopted into God's family, and he who began a good work in you is going to be faithful to complete it on the day of Christ Jesus. So don't worry. He's got this. Trust him. And so I, I think that if we find that our first instinct when we start to worry about something is to solve our own problem, to, to go like, this is totally me. I open up this little journal and I just start like trying to think my way out of it, you know, in writing, or I go to my to-do list and I think, let me make a project about this to fix this thing that I'm worried about. That is important. That's helpful, but that should be number two. The first instinct, the first impulse you should have when you're worrying is to go to the Lord with it. Cast your cares on him. Philippians 4, 6 tells us just how to do it. We do it through prayer. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Don't be anxious about anything. Pray about it. Start there. And then yes, the tools that we learn how to use to be productive, to set our goals, to do all of that fancy time management stuff, those are helpful, but they're not ultimate. They're not going to solve the problem. We got to go first to him who has already solved our ultimate problem and will one day return and solve all of our problems when he comes back in glory. And the last thing I would note on this is this isn't just a good idea. Um, going first to Christ with your worries and with your anxieties, looking to him for peace, it's not an optional thing. It's, it's of course, the best way to do it. But I think sometimes we don't recognize that it can even be idolatrous the way that we avoid finding our peace in Christ and try to find it in lesser things. See, when I, when I look to my journaling app or my to-do list for peace, I'm looking to an idol. I have made that a replacement for the one who is peace himself. And that's not good. And so I need to I need to make sure that it's Christ first, that I am looking to him, I'm finding my peace there, and that these tools, all these things are relegated to their proper place. Uh, I see productivity in, in one sense as basically just applied wisdom. How do we wisely manage these lives? How do we be good stewards? And that's important. But anything can become an idol when we allow it to usurp God's position in our thinking and in our affections. And so if you're looking to your productivity tools for peace, it's not going to work. And you might actually be sinning against God in your attitudes about that. So that's just some food for thought for you. Um, something I've been dwelling on a bit. How can I find peace in my life? Well, it's going to be through the Prince of Peace himself. And I just wanted to share this last thing from Matthew chapter six. This is in the same context where he tells him not to be anxious, but you know, God feeds the ravens, clothes the lilies. He says in Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Finding your peace in God does not mean doing nothing. It doesn't mean setting aside your ambition to, to go and do something great in this life. It means putting your cares on him and then focusing yourself fully back on that mission. You're here, my friend, to bring glory to the God of the universe. That's the ultimate mission, and that's an awesome responsibility and privilege that we get to have. And we can often get distracted from it and forget what we're about. But even part of finding our peace in Christ 
is to put our eyes back on that mission. Trust him, keep your eyes focused on the mission, and let God sort out the little details that we tend to spend so much time worrying about. So yes, be productive with your life. Be a good steward of your time, of your resources for God's glory. But don't look to those tools. Don't look to yourself and your own abilities to manage things to find your peace. Because if you do, you won't find it. But look instead to Christ. And let me just finish with one more verse. I want to read Philippians 4, 6 one more time. But I want to also read it along with verse 7. This is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope that this week was encouraging to you. Keep seeking to be good stewards of these lives for God's glory in his power. And as you do it, make sure you're finding your peace in him alone. I'll see you again next week. But until I do, remember this, in whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. 